0: Ladies and gentlemen and everybody in between you're listening to another episode of a good drop. We made it to 1 year, Michael. We did. This is episode 52. This is the anniversary special. It's been
1: it's been a good ride so far and here's to hoping that we make it to another year.
0: Yeah, so yeah, we're excited, get excited. So, I'm Stu. I'm Michael.
1: Let's let's do the 1 year thing. Cheers. Cheers. One year. One year of clinks, one year of drinks, one year of podcasting.
0: Yeah, and so now for this very special special, you get <laughs> us pretty much shooting the breeze about what's past. So this is going kind to of kind of be like a, a making of, almost like a special feature of episodes. Yeah, uh,
1: lessons we've learned over the last 12 months, uh, mistakes made, um, things that... We should have known better the first time around.
0: Yeah, yeah. I and mean, let's let's not even talk about episode one. We Oof. we love episode one. Stop we, listening to episode one. <laughs> yeah, we we know that you're all listening to episode one. We know there's some good stuff in episode one. But yeah, my word, did we make some terrible rookie errors when we were recording episode one?
1: Sorry, I think our first mistake was recording it outside. Well, we recorded some good ones outside, though. Yeah, but. We recorded them outside, so we had traffic noise. Yes. And I didn't really edit those. I just uploaded them as they were. And so there's lots of gaps in them. There's silence. There's burps. There's uh, the sound of uh, us opening our mouths to speak. Uh, There's coughs, sneezes, ums.
0: Drinking, chewing.
1: Yeah, all all the stuff that people don't... Download an episode to listen to.
0: Yeah. Yeah, so our, our episodes are shorter and leaner now because of the lessons we learned then. Hmm.
1: Although, I have started reducing the amount of edits I do.
0: Mm. Well, we have also become more seasoned over the time. We've gotten better. I hope so. We, we've gotten better at it. We're, hmm. we've, we've got we,
1: we've gotten better taste in
0: alcohol, too. Yes, yes, that's true. We, we have gotten better taste in alcohol, though that said, I still love Grosch. Oh yeah, it's, it's still a fantastic beer. That that hasn't yeah.
1: changed. It's it's probably yeah, probably still one of the best beers I've had. Up there with uh, Pirate Life IPA. Mm. And uh, recently, I found a small batch, small release uh, beer. It's a porter by the by the brand Stone and Wood. It's called Stone Stone beer.
0: Uh yes, and yeah. I tried that. You gave me one of those to yeah. try, and it. Is amazing.
1: Yeah, the um the pub down the road has has this stone stone beer, this wood fired porter. They have it on tap, so I thought, oh great, I haven't tried that one yet, so I'll I'll give it a go. And holy moly, it was good.
0: Yeah, I mean, if if you get the chance to try it, yeah, do do try it because it ain't wow. cheap though. It ain't cheap. Yeah, but it's it's worth the entrance fee. I'll say mm. that. Like, it's definitely. Yeah. It's a very nice beer.
1: It's it's the kind of beer you don't find at a bulk uh, liquor store. You don't find it at Dan Murphy's or BWS. You find them at... It's the kind of beer you find at a boutique alcohol place. Like, in Australia, we've got a, the Malt Traders, which is a, a small... Smallish. I mean, it's still a chain, but they they only stock small, small batch stuff. I mean, they have a few of the the mainstream things, but they focus on craft beer, on stuff you don't find.
0: Yeah, and of course, when craft beer, which is small batch, then goes ahead and does something small batch, Mm. you're only going to get a few places that are carrying it because there's just not that much of it to get.
1: Yeah, exactly. So that's beer. What was that? Cider. Cider, yes. We haven't even thought about cider since
0: episode two. We haven't. And there's so much cider, and cider is slowly, oh so slowly growing in popularity. Mm.
1: Well, it, it took a big, it was a big jump in popularity when uh, Coca-Cola released the brand Recorder League.
0: Yes. Yeah, I mean, Recorder League is a delicious cider.
1: It's it's
0: like soft drink, but alcoholic. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and I've, I've noticed that uh, Somersby is quite popular, mm. but I think that's because it's uh, it's got a good Taste to cost ratio. Yes, we we should do a we should do a revisit. I wonder if there's a craft cider. I wonder if you can buy mm, craft. Oh, cider. I'm sure. I'm, I'm I'm sure that when we began, we intended to do cider a second time mm. because we were very broad, which was you know the intention that we start broad. As as anyone who's heard every episode would know, we started broad and then we came down into more specific stuff.
1: Mm. Which is which brings us to our next episode: wine.
0: Yeah, where we started broad and my word can wine get specific. <laughs> we're, we're still getting more and more specific.
1: But we have we haven't we've barely scratched the surface of oh, wine. wine. Yeah, yeah, because
0: there's so much wine. I mean my I've had so many different wines. Mm. And we haven't even we haven't even begun. We've barely even started on wine. That could be a whole podcast on its own. Yeah, you could do an entire just about wine for for a year mm. probably. I think there are a couple of Somalier podcasts out there. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. Hmm.
1: Uh our episode number 5 or 4, sorry, is all about whiskey.
0: Yeah, and uh, of course as you know from our more recent episodes, we got right down into that with, you know, bourbon, Irish whiskey, scotch whiskey. Yeah. And uh yeah, we even talked about Japanese whiskey during the initial episode. And and the thing is,
1: those are still really broad topics. so We could knuckle down and talk about just single malt for an episode, yeah, or um, uh, you know, blended whiskies or peated malts.
0: Yeah, or, I mean, we we could probably just talk about whiskies made from a certain region of Scotland, mm. and still find an entire episode in that. Yeah. Uh, we we might have some trouble talking about whiskies that cost more than thirty thousand dollars a bottle. <laughs> uh, there's only one I know of, but maybe there's more. I, I don't want to know about them. I don't want to know about the whiskies that cost more than a small car.
1: Yeah, or a house deposit. Yeah, or a house deposit. Yeah. Uh, episode five. Why is the rum gone? That's that was my working title. Yeah. <laughs> and funny, I should say that because. I took a trip on my boat and lost that bottle of whiskey. Sorry, not whiskey. I lost that bottle of rum because we hit a big wave and it fell over and the cork fell out and spilled all over the floor.
0: And the rum was gone. The rum was gone. It was a shame. It was really, really nice. It was fantastic. And we haven't revisited rum either. No, we we should. And we should revisit rum Mm. because, you know, there's a lot of different varieties of rum. You've got your white rum, your dark rum. Your spiced rum, I mean, all the things that we mentioned during the episode mm. as rum varieties. I mean, your Jamaican rums and your Caribbean Caribbean rums. rums. Yeah, exactly. There's yeah. a
1: lot that we could cover there. Let, let's book it in. <laughs> yeah, but um, speaking of drinks, we haven't thought about for a while. We've got vodka as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not sure where you go on vodka. <laughs> No, like, uh, are there varieties of vodka? It's...
1: maybe we should do an episode on what on earth? Yeah, maybe we could just revisit it on like craft vodka or something. C- craft,
0: that's a thing. I'm assuming so. Should we should we locate a Russian? Uh, do we have any listeners in Russia or the Ukraine or anywhere that drinks a lot of vodka hmm. that would like to suggest something we could revisit that? with.
1: Yeah, because we'd like to revisit vodka. It's been a long time. We uh the data tell in front of me tells me that we recorded it on the sixteenth of November. Or mm. I yeah. Not recorded, um finished or uploaded it. Uploaded it in on and, the, so on November
0: twenty seventeen. Yeah. Yeah, so it's it's been a while since we talked about vodka, that's that's for sure. But we don't we don't want to revisit and the, this, dear listeners, is very important. We don't want to revisit and just rehash the same old stuff no. over and over and over again. We, we don't want to be like an old sitcom that doesn't know when it's time to go away <laughs> and just keeps rehashing the same jokes. Mm.
1: We could talk a lot about tequila, though, because there are different kinds of tequila. There
0: are a lot of different kinds of tequila. Because mm. we, we were very broad. We covered tequila and mezcal and... All of those things in that one episode.
1: Yeah, aged tequila, uh, unaged tequila, white tequila, dark tequila, or yeah, sil- silver and gold. Sorry,
0: silver and gold tequila. Yeah, so we can definitely come back to that. We mm. can revisit that, no doubt. Yeah,
1: although absinthe is something that we might struggle to revisit.
0: Yeah, we we kind of struggled to pull a full episode out of that anyway. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's I like it. It's tasty, tasty stuff, mm. but. There's not a lot to talk about there yeah. it's not one of the ones that has a really interesting backstory
1: oh, it did it, I thought it was well in, quite an in as far backstory. as the, there was no war, there was no riot, there was just people losing their shit yeah yeah, <laughs> exactly, yeah, but i I still have that bottle of absinthe on my shelf
0: after all this time, yeah <laughs> because you just haven't been drinking it yeah
1: I, it's a lot of effort to drink it, as I think I said back in the episode. It's, you You have to have that process, and I don't have any of the equipment still. Yeah, like so Like, I don't have the
0: absinthe spoon, I don't have all the other Then the sugar pores. cubes, and yeah, yeah, it's a lot of effort to, to drink that. I mean, I, and I know this is jumping ahead quite a lot, but I actually found a way to drink Amaro. It, it took some effort away where it doesn't kick you in the teeth. <laughs> yeah. I, I had to, I mixed it. Yeah. I mixed the Amaro with the uh, Ouzo Jägermeister. Mm-hmm. And there was another one. Oh, and Sambuca. Black Sambuca. Mixed with uzo Jägermeister, and Black Sambuca. And something else. I think it was grape juice. And the flavors sort of balanced out.
1: Wow. I never thought you'd be able to do that.
0: Yeah, it was actually very pleasant. Color me impressed. That said, it was only pleasant... Until I left it sit, <laughs> and then they separated. Oh, no. and you could still taste the amaro, I had to at it again. Hmm, interesting. But mixed through, mm. as part of that. For those of you who heard what I just said, works very well with with that. If you don't want that soup, a bit of kick in the teeth,
1: uh, gin. We have we re- sort of revisited. We, it. we did
0: sort of revisit gin with uh, with the bathtub. Hmm. The bathtub. It's a winter gin, not a bathtub gin. It's a winter bathtub gin. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Although I I think I found out later that bathtub gin is a style of gin.
0: Yes, and that's what we talked about. We talked
1: about winter bathtub gin. Hmm. Uh, And then we had milk liqueurs, which Mm. weren't exactly, weren't all milk-based, but go very well in milky cocktails. Certainly
0: ones that are milk-ish, look milk-esque, and are frequently mixed with milk. And, uh, you yeah, know, naturally we talked about Baileys. Mm.
1: Which is pretty tasty. I haven't Which had is, Baileys since then.
0: Yeah, pretty tasty. And since then I have actually discovered there's a Baileys ice cream now. Yeah. That's been a thing for a while. Yeah, I, I haven't tried it. It's not bad. Oh, okay. I, I've had Baileys with ice cream, so it makes sense that a company would go, let's just package that.
1: Yeah. Although they, they've they started doing a Baileys iced coffee. Oh, okay. Nice iced coffee flavoured with Baileys. And... It's, it's all right, but it's it's weird to drink it because it tastes like it should have alcohol in it, but it doesn't.
0: But it doesn't. And I expect that the Bailey's ice cream is the same, hmm. that it tastes like it should have alcohol in it, but it doesn't. Because mm. Bailey's, despite the smoothness and the, the milkiness of it, still has that alcoholic tinge in, mm. in the back palate where you know that there's some alcohol in there. That throaty warmth. Yeah. Yeah. And I think I would miss that if it if it weren't present. Mm. Because yeah. the, the warmth is one of the pleasant aspects of the Bailey's experience.
1: It is. And the the two consumable products that they've released are just not right. Not quite right.
0: Yeah, I mean, I suppose if you wanted to introduce kids to Bailey's, then that would be the perfect way to do it. <laughs> Maybe that's their thinking. And I guess that, that doesn't breach advertising mm. to <laughs> to do it via another product. When the product is not alcoholic itself, they can advertise that. Who knows? Who knows? Well, it's not in the code. <laughs> I, mean, I I'm not I, a lawyer. I, I did read the code. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I downloaded the entire code. Yeah. And I read it and I gave you the too long didn't read version. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the well our
0: next episode after that was brandy and cognac
1: mm. which I discovered that I didn't really like.
0: And I discovered I did. Yeah. And I was actually drinking that cognac last night. Hmm. You still have it. I still have it. After all this time. (laughs) After all this time, yes. But it's not because I don't like drinking it or it's too much effort to drink it. It's because it's not something that I want to drink often or in large amounts. Mm. Because it's just not for that. Yeah.
1: It's a a sipping. Yeah. On occasion.
0: And then our Christmas episode... That was fun. Oh yes, that that was a fun episode. Hmm. And then we had
1: rice wine.
0: That yeah, was... which was which was very good sake. Yeah, sake. Where we talked
1: about four fox sake.
0: Mm, well, we talked about four fox and soju, of course. Yeah, and shochu. No, and that, shochu. that, was, a, yeah, that we... was a different episode. Oh, well, we talked about soju and shochu. We have a another episode
1: for soju and shochu.
0: But didn't we mention them briefly in rice wine because they are rice based? Yes, yes. Yeah, because we went rice wine sake, but we briefly mentioned that there are other rice wines.
1: Yeah. Yeah, after that episode, we started getting into slightly more specifics
0: with sparkling wine. Mm, we did, with the uh, the sparkling white. Mm. Which uh, brings me to a funny anecdote, actually. I was reading uh, recently that um, Jay-Z bought 20 bottles of champagne one night. And we're wow. not talking cheap ones either. These were like 1,200 US a bottle. <whistles> they were the ones colloquially known as the... Uh, the Ace of Spades, mm. which comes in—I can't remember the name of it—but it's got that fancy gold-plated bottle with the pewter spade logo on the side of it. Wow! And uh, it turns out that our favorite bottle shop has it for four hundred and sixty bucks a bottle. Oh, uh, cool! Though it was—it was out of stock when I looked, but that's their regular price. And <laughs> wherever the heck it was that Jay Z was, because you know, naturally. He was probably um, at a bar. Naturally because... a picture of his receipt went up online. Yeah. And um it was twelve hundred dollars a bottle there. US.
1: Well the um markup for booze at a restaurant or a bar is usually about three hundred percent Oh ludicrous, yeah. Mm. And yeah,
0: he he bought forty of them. Yeah.
1: Well he's a rich man.
0: Yeah, that's that's very true. Yeah, he bought five. It was like, probably pocket change. Individually, and then that was five of the gold ones, and then 20 of the rose of the same brand, and then another 15 of the gold again. And there were only six people in his party. It's on the docket.
1: Six people got through
0: 20 bottles. 40. Six people drank 40 bottles of Cristal, as they no doubt called it, but of relatively top end. Like, I would drink, if I drank it, I would drink one. And I would move on to drinking something else, because after mm. you've drunk an entire bottle of sparkling white, you are no longer going to appreciate whatever you drink next. <laughs> that is true. After 40 bottles of it between six people, there is no way they were appreciated mm. in the final 20.
1: No. I mean, that's at least five bottles each.
0: Well, mm, because at, at seven standards to a bottle, between six people... That means There's they each got one gotta be more to that story. Yeah, so they each got one point something standards per bottle. So they each had forty per night unless it was somewhere called playtime, which I'm not familiar with, but if any of our or playtime or play land or something like that. You could have play land.
1: It's not a Playboy.
0: I, I don't thing, think it? so, but if if any of our listeners are familiar with this place and have seen the the leak of Jay Z's docket, where the tip was eleven grand, so yeah, I mean, good knife whoever served them,
1: but booze. We're spending like forty grand on booze anyway. Mm. What's eleven thousand dollars?
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, if anyone in the states knows where this place was that Jay Z was and how on earth they could have gone through it without drinking. Forty drinks each themselves we'd we'd love to know were were there women there who they were also giving drinks to? was the party of six not actually six people at all? There could have
1: been six people at the table and he might have bought other people' drinks
0: yeah because I mean by all accounts that is a fantastic sparkling white wine it's It's mm. a proper champagne right and yeah i mean according to one review. It's actually kind of blasé for what you pay for it, and it, you're paying more for the bottle and the right the reputation.
1: Well, that makes sense. There's a lot of things that yeah market themselves really well.
0: And admittedly, it is a gold-plated bottle with a solid pewter spade logo stuck on it. So yeah, yeah like the the playing card spade, not a shovel.
1: Yeah, I'd probably buy it just for the bottle. Yeah, that's there an impressive freaking bottle. There are a lot of drinks that I've bought just for the bottle.
0: Mm, that's that's true. I mean, that... Uh... That Crystal Skull Vodka? Yeah, Crystal Skull Vodka, and I know there's um, at least one person we know who has bought that uh, <laughs> Dragon Vodka just for the bottle.
1: Wow. Yeah, there's some crazy-looking bottles. Uh, I think there's a cognac... I, I think it's a cognac bottle that's shaped like a violin. Yes,
0: and my word is there some expensive cognac. Yeah,
1: you thought whiskeys were expensive.
0: Yeah. Whew.
1: Well, we, we didn't talk about um, that for a while because we started talking about craft beer next after sparkling wine. Mm. Back to beer.
0: Yes, we went back to beer because, of course, there is also a lot of beer.
1: Mm. We we got our, our bases covered with uh, broad topics and then we got... got we decided to backtrack and get a bit more specific.
0: Yeah, though craft is still pretty broad. Mm. But it is a separate category. It is a separate from, category, from yeah, beer. where they're making smaller batch. And mm. in fact, if they start producing too much, they can no longer call themselves craft. Like, like James Squires, who pretty much sits on the rain-slicked precipice <laughs> of craft beer <laughs> at any given moment. They yeah. could
1: slide off. Well, and- they've surpassed the the barrel number number of barrels to be called a craft beer now
0: mm, but somehow they still hold onto the mantle though people still seem to think of squires as a craft beer well and it's it's more craft than mm. regular beer and they they are still very heavily consumed by the craft beer crowd
1: yeah but it doesn't hold its own next to next um, to a true craft beer. next to a true
0: craft like
1: yeah. uh like the pirate life IPA
0: yeah very very true like compared to your stock standard mass produced beer the squire is above and beyond but mm. then you look at yeah a, a true craft and yeah. it leaves this the Squires in the dust
1: to be fair the pirate life IPA is Around about double the price of the James Squires. So you want it to be twice as good, but... (laughs) And it is at least twice as good. It is at least twice as good, yeah. yeah. After craft beer, we talked about one of my favourite drinks, port.
0: Mm. And yeah, port is uh, still something that I consider to be quite pleasant to um, to just have a wee dram of from time to time. Mm.
1: But it is quite a sweet drink.
0: It is a very sweet drink. It's definitely a dessert beverage.
1: Mm. I used to drink it all the time. And then I decided that i got more value out of beer not in terms of cost per mill or per bottle but in terms of the enjoyment hmm
0: yeah i mean a uh, port is a good accompaniment for a savory meal i think like um i had a bottle that i hadn't opened yet and i recently opened it to use some of it in a uh, in an onion soup okay and it worked really well in onion soup. Interesting. It it just it added a sweetness to the otherwise the otherwise very tart sort of flavors from from the onion and other ingredients in there.
1: Speaking of sweet things, though, cocktails.
0: Oh yes, cocktails. And we we did mean to revisit those. Well, we started revisiting them with the martini. Oh, that's true. Yeah, we did. And we started
1: looking at um, cocktail ingredients with the aromatic bitters.
0: And of course we we did plan to uh to revisit again and talk about the classics. Yeah. Like the uh, yeah the the cosmopolitan, the old fashioned, the the martini. Yeah, the martini which we we did we did come back to the martini. Mm.
1: And I'm assuming we intend to come back and talk about the Oh, we did talk about the Manhattan.
0: Oh, yes, we we did. We haven't talked about the old fashioned specifically. Not
1: yet. That's coming up. Yeah, stay it's, tuned, guys.
0: So yeah, there's there's more. There's a lot more to come. Yeah, it's it's good that uh, on on this our our fifty second episode, our one year anniversary, we're we're talking back over everything because it uh, it's a reminder of of the things that we had intended to do. Mm. When we first recorded these more general episodes, we said, we'll do this, and then we'll come back and we'll do that. And we kind of got caught up in all these other things that we've talked about.
1: We really did. And like, there's a huge list of episodes now. We've got Cachaca, Stout, Hangovers, Mead, Soju and Shochu. Uh, We we thought we started running out of things to do, so we started talking about uh, things related to alcohol, like etiquette. Yeah. Not necessarily drink related, but still important.
0: Mm, well, dr- drinking etiquette is definitely a thing though. Like depending as as you know if you've listened to the episode, it's mm. depending on where you are. It's very important. Like it's almost downright disrespectful yeah. to to not do some of these things depending on which country you're drinking in.
1: If the company you're with knows that you're an outsider, they should be a little more lenient otherwise oh. they're the asshole
0: <laughs> well yeah they should be a bit lenient but th- i would expect that like if you were drinking in japan or something they would teach you mm. what you're supposed to do when it comes to pouring a drink for your superiors and and such yeah and then expect you to do it that's yeah when the company takes you out and pays for drinks yeah you you can pour them
1: you're the one who pours them. And then they pour them for you. Yeah. And then you pour them for them to say thank you, and they pour them for you to say to thank
0: you. To say thank you, and onwards it goes, until everybody either rolls to the train or, or...
1: The bottle's empty.
0: Yeah, or just, you know, ends up sleeping in a capsule hotel, because the majority of the majority of the people who sleep in capsule hotels are businessmen who didn't make it <laughs> home. That's awesome. I, I stayed in one for an entire week last time I was in Japan. Really? And the majority of the people who were there were only there for one night. They got there around ten p.m. and they left early in the morning.
1: <laughs> so after we talked about etiquette, we thought, ah, oh, what's well, what has a lot of etiquette surrounding it? Wine. Hmm. So we talked about Shiraz.
0: So we talked about Shiraz. We did. We came back to Shiraz and and you were surprised. That yeah. There are shirazes that don't kick you in the teeth.
1: Yes, because until then, all I'd had were shirazes that kicked me in the teeth.
0: Yeah, and or of bit
1: cu- my face.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and of course, when when we came back and did the episode on food pairings, and again drank shiraz.
1: Yeah, you nailed it again.
0: Yeah, I we we matched it off perfectly with a, a good spicy shiraz and a dark bitter chocolate that mm. just balanced each other.
1: Yeah. The chocolate was so bitter; it didn't made the shiraz not taste quite so bitter, and the shiraz was mouthy, so it made the uh, chocolate not fit not taste so mouthy.
0: Yeah, it was great. Yeah, so hopefully, if if there's any episodes you guys haven't listened to that we're mentioning, and you're thinking, mm-hmm. "Hey, I'd like to know what you talked about in that episode," because this sounds interesting. Yes, this episode is also us plugging our previous episodes. Do <laughs> yeah. go back and listen to them if you haven't.
1: They're all still there on our website or iTunes. Yep. Yeah, we'll or, f- uh, not iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Apple Podcasts
0: yeah, because we've intentionally stuck with our current host so that we can keep our entire backlog. Hmm. And be sure that you know anyone who hasn't listened to them can, anyone who wants to listen to them again can.
1: Yeah, well, we could still fix that if we change podcast hosts well podcast depending on hosting, the host
0: because some some of them reserve the right to remove something oh
1: no this one's good let's stick with yeah. podbean
0: yeah we we we're, we're pretty happy with uh with them hmm. they've they've done all right by us and uh hopefully they that continues to Okay, so let's um, try and speed through because we're, we're noticing this this episode is dragging. as we thought it we thought it yeah. might be, be a bit of a longer one because you know naturally if we even spend one minute revisiting the topic of every episode that's still fifty one minutes.
1: Yeah, so we'll try and try and run over them a little bit faster. But Chartreuse was a good episode because I discovered that I liked Chartreuse.
0: Yeah, and I discovered that I also like Chartreuse. It's a yeah. very pleasant drink.
1: It is. It is really nice. I'd only ever. I think I said it in the episode, but I'd only ever had it with, like, as a shot with absinthe and Bacardi One Five One.
0: Yeah, in an ABC shot.
1: Yeah, which is dreadful.
0: Oh, I mean, an ABC shot's a, a nice way to kickstart your night if you're starting at eleven p.m. or something.
1: <laughs> but if you're not eighteen, they're dreadful.
0: Yeah, though they are insanely strong.
1: Uh, and then we had Aniset and or Sambuca, which is what you said mixed well with the Amaro.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, along with other things, you know, which we've hmm. also talked about in other episodes, because that, that's why I happened to have them. Uh, of course. You know, I had the, the Sambuca, the Amaro, <laughs> the Uzo, and the Jägermeister, all from the episodes we had done on them. Yeah. And I mixed them all together with some grape juice. I'm sure it was grape juice. And yep. it. Just sort of worked. Wow! I had assumed the flavors would balance out, and that the grape juice would balance everything else. It's not too sweet. It's not too, you know, it's not it's not orange juice, which has a very distinctive flavor of its own. Mm. You know, grape juice has a more subtle flavor, so it didn't fight with the stronger flavors of of the anisets.
1: Apple juice could have worked as well.
0: Apple juice probably would have also worked. I didn't have apple juice on hand. I had (laughs) had grape juice.
1: (laughs) That makes sense. Uh, Sherry. I didn't like sherry. The sherry is so sweet. like I might have to try a different style because the the one I had the 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 what version was it that we had Amontillado oh. Yes, I think it was the amontillado. I think it was but and I, it was really it wasn't it was really whiny, it tasted very yeah, it just tasted like it was port but without the sweetness.
0: Mm, yeah, there was something not quite... I'm just flipping through my notes here to try and find, Sherry. It, you're almost here for a new notebook. It's nearly full, yeah. My my book of notes is nearly full after this point. Now, I'm thinking that in, in talking back over other things, we have actually mentioned a lot of the stuff out of order that mm. we've mentioned previously as I'm flipping through here. I mean, uh, obviously, citrus liqueurs, we... We yeah. haven't really... Yeah, you know, we did the episode on those, and there's no real need for us to revisit them, I think. But they were... They're definitely something worth talking about mm. if you're talking about cocktails. And we did, and we will again. Yeah. Because citrus liqueurs get used very heavily. And to this day, there are people who will not let me forget that melon is not citrus. And that's, <laughs> Yeah, we're still
1: getting emails about that. Yeah. And so yeah, there is.
0: Yes, okay, I get it. <laughs> a melomel liqueur is not a citrus liqueur. I
1: knew it. Yeah. Although speaking of well-used, sauvignon blanc. Yeah. That that's well drunk.
0: That is very well drunk, and I I yeah. still have several bottles of soft blanc.
1: That's because you keep getting bottles of sauv blanc.
0: Well, yeah. <laughs> I I do because it's so good. It's it's it goes well with so many things, mm.
1: which is not what Jägermeister does. That no, that is a a drink on its own.
0: It is all all with an energy drink, as as we said. It very distinctively went from being something that you have to help with digestion to being something that you have to help you stay awake because you've got it with Red Bull.
1: Yeah, don't don't mix it with Red Bull, guys. It's not.
0: Good for your body. Mm, it it does work just fine by itself. It, it's it's mm. tasty by itself. It's,
1: it's really nice by itself.
0: Yeah, that it has really good complex flavors. What I did discover, since our um, the
1: Jägermeister episode, there is a new bar in Southbank called the the Munich Bar or Munich, Ooh. and it's got the Jägermeister machine. Oh right, the ice cold Jägermeister shot machine. Nice. So I th- I think I'm gonna have to have one next time I'm down there.
0: Yeah, that's that's somewhere to go. Mm. They also have a whole lot of fantastic beers. Oh, I could expect that. I mean, German bar, they're gonna have German yeah. beers and. Yeah. But
1: uh, well, speaking of German mm. beers, lager is our next yes. episode after
0: that. And of course, that that is something we haven't we haven't come down to beer by region yet, which is something mm. we could do. We could because there is a definite distinction. Between beers from certain regions,
1: oh yeah, absolutely, like the the German lagers, if uh you listened to our uh blind beer episode, blind beer tasting episode the, uh, we described very distinct differences between imported lagers and well, I think most of them were imported lagers, yeah, but the lagers from different areas,
0: yeah, had very distinct flavors when I mean, there was. That one that we were sure was VB. Yeah, that was Mexican. Yeah,
1: and it had a very different flavour to the German beers that were there.
0: Yeah, exactly. Interesting.
1: Wow. Here's another good segue. The speaking of different flavours by region, we've got bourbon is our
0: next episode. Yeah, which is of course very distinctly different to. Irish whiskey very distinctly different to scotch whiskey. Scotch and Japanese and Japanese yeah. and made very differently. Well, mm. I mean, not very differently, but in... it it uses a unique production Yeah, in, in the grand scheme of whiskies, it's made very differently. Mm. Yeah, it's still
1: with like I mean, whiskey. The,
0: yeah, cuz the, the the biggest difference between Irish whiskey and scotch whiskey is where it's made. Yeah. The, D- the
1: difference between bourbon whiskey and uh, Scotch whiskey or Irish whiskey is the filtering method. They filter it through the charcoal.
0: Yeah, and and of course the the barrels that they age in.
1: Yeah, the American oak barrels.
0: Yeah, hmm. which makes it a distinctly American product, hmm. as set down
1: in law. <laughs> Literally set down in law. Yeah. <laughs> Episode thirty-five is Uzo.
0: Yeah, which I've I've uh, been drinking that one. I mean, again, uzo is something that you don't drink a lot of. No, but I have found myself coming back to the uzo one love in part because I'm a big fan of anisets.
1: Yeah, and I I really liked uzo because I was expecting something like sambuca because it's an Aniset, it's licorice or aniseed flavored. Yeah, and the like I'd only had sambuca before, so I was expecting something really sweet and more like a liqueur um but i suppose Uzo is still a liqueur but it is not sweet whatsoever well it is li- it's it's, it's, it's tiniest a, tiniest a little sweet,
0: sweet but it's yeah nothing like it's very different to sambuca I I it's as it's as different as italy and greece
1: yeah then we started talking about martini's Mm. Martinis were episode thirty
0: six. Yes, martinis and James Bond. Yeah, because so many You can't James talk Bond about martinis <laughs> without referring to James Bond. Yeah,
1: so many James Bond references because
0: it didn't really. It was popular in the twenties, and then it was resurrected by Bond, by Ian Fleming. Yeah, by Ian Fleming, and of course the Bond films, which mm. which brought it all back.
1: Yeah, uh, talked about wine again with Tempranillo thirty mm,
0: seven and, and temporarily remains a good mellow hmm
1: almost a a warm warm temperature wine yeah
0: it's right i think it's it's right off there with merlot as sort of an entry level wine something yeah. to get you used to it Hmm. yeah the it's got the flavor and complexity but not, it's doesn't have the, the waste to it that you get from a Shiraz or a Cab Sav. It's not yeah. the same full bodied sort of. Because I think that's what a lot of people who aren't wine drinkers have an issue with about the heavier wines. The, the flavors are strong and they really almost give you that feel of having just eaten peanut butter sometimes, where it's. Mm, yeah, there's a kind of fuzziness it. in your mouth that.
1: Yeah. Like the tannins are stuck, stuck yeah. to your gums. Yeah. Okay. And Pale Ale is our episode thirty eight. We went back to beer again, revisited it. An unexpectedly broad subject.
0: Yeah, we, we were surprised at how much variety there is in pale ale. Yeah. Moscato
1: and musket.
0: Yeah, of course. And that surprised the heck out of us as well, actually.
1: Yeah. They were less complex than we thought they would be. Yeah,
0: do. we we expected more from it and Yeah. We're hugely disappointed. <laughs> yeah. Uh Yeah, though I mean I have enjoyed Moscato wines. Yeah, but they're not something that I would really choose unless I was suggesting it to someone who wasn't a wine drinker. Yeah, and saying try this as your first wine, get used to this, and then try a real wine. (laughs) (laughs) That's
1: pretty much the case. Yeah, food and alcohol pairings. Yeah, and we've briefly
0: mentioned this before that yeah we. We talked about how, you know, we, we we paired off the the Shiraz with the chocolate. And uh, this really is one that you should listen to if you like food and you like drinking and mm. you know, you're listening to us. So you like at least one of those things. <laughs> it's it's definitely one to listen to if you haven't listened to it yet.
1: Yeah, we, we got into the not just what goes well with what, but how you find something to go well with something else?
0: Yeah, the the, the nitty gritty of how to say, okay, this has this flavor profile, that has that flavor profile. Mm. Will they go together? Yeah. Uh,
1: speaking of going well together, Irish whiskey went really well with coffee. Apparently,
0: mm, it does go really well with coffee. Yeah. I mean, I've
1: I never have I've never had an Irish coffee before, but you, your girlfriend's a barista. Yes, and you took some home with you
0: and i took some home and we did have irish coffee with yeah freshly brewed coffee from like freshly ground freshly brewed from the from the machine and it was very pleasant i have to say i can see why irish coffee is a thing as it works so well and then we had
1: our amaro yeah and the, the mistake
0: <laughs> the well yes and no i found a way to drink it safely <laughs> sort of.
1: I think it's meant to be shotted.
0: I think it. Well, I think that that is the intention that you have it yeah. as an aperitif, and then you consume mm. something else very quickly yeah. afterwards. You have a
1: nip of it, fifteen mils. <laughs> oh boy! And yeah, like I said, word. yeah, like I said in the episode, I can't be mad. Mm. It is exactly what it says <laughs> on the bottle. It's
0: called bitter, and it really is bitter. <laughs> I mean, we we were sipping it, and you're just not supposed to sip no. a martini it's not for that don't don't do it no it's got some really interesting flavors but my word is it bitter that that bitterness that creeps <laughs> up on you like it's so pleasant and
1: and it's got that it's got a slightly sweet flavor to it and so if you if it's sitting in front of you you, you forget how bitter it is
0: yeah yeah it's like there's it's it's almost like to to use a, a metaphor like if if you had like a like a Girl Scout knock at your door, and she's, she's sweet, and she's trying to sell you cookies. And then, you know, while you're talking to her, there's some big guy sneaking up behind you with a plank of wood. <laughs> and he's going to belt you with it. That's the bitterness. That's the bitterness. It just comes out of nowhere. And it's still a very pleasant experience, though. So it's a pleasant, it's a pleasant plank of wood. Well... Everything before the plank of wood is pleasant. <laughs> Everything before the plank of wood is pleasant. And then that's just shocking. But as as those of you who are willing to go back to earlier in the episode can attest, you now know the ways to drink it safely. It does require drinking it with other things we've drunk throughout or have, our previous 52 episodes.
1: Or having it ice cold yeah. and um, having a nip of it.
0: Yes, and I, I did find that mixed with anything, if you consume it immediately after mixing, before it has the chance to settle, Mm. it can balance the flavor out as well. (laughs) But as soon as it settles and separates, you still get that, oh, this is really nice, this is really nice, bitter. (laughs) It's like Batman, just always in the shadow. I'm bitter.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The last 10 episodes, we had aromatic bitters, we did our blind taste testers, which was a an interesting thing. We decided mm. to mix it up with that,
0: and that was the beginning of what will be a series of blind taste tests. Yeah. There will be more of those to come. We were n-
1: new to this tasting thing, and I think we made some mistakes, mm. like tasting six beers in the one episode.
0: Yeah that that was that was definitely a uh, an error in judgment. Yeah, consuming that many in one go.
1: I think we if we did two or three. That would be a, a better call. We, I released the episodes as uh, two, but let us know what you think. Do you think that the two beers are too short? Do you think we should have done three? Or do you think we should do one at a time?
0: Mm, and, of course, we also released the video, which was a, uh, a trial in and of itself. It was basically beer all over again because we had never done video before. Yeah, And anyone who um, feels up to sitting through that we thank you because we'd like to get some views mm. and
1: at, at least give us some tips of what we did yeah. wrong. <laughs> yeah. And some, some
0: comments and you know, something cause we, we have a pretty good idea of what we did wrong. We've watched mm. it back ourselves Oh jeez, and we know what we did wrong. It was, it was our first time. Yeah. First and, time for everything. Yeah. It was our first time. It, um, it hurt a bit as it always does the first time, <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> but it's going to get better. We'll enjoy it more next time. we'll
1: do it better next time, yeah, um, and then we we talked about Chardonnay, scotch whiskey, and then we had a I would say drinking demographics is a bit of a miss
0: it It was a very stat heavy episode, yeah, it's, and yeah yeah for for people who like numbers and just get interested in. The figures behind a thing mm. is probably a good one. I'll admit, I—I got caught up in the numbers sometimes. Sometimes I like the numbers.
1: Yeah, and it's but, nice to nice to know the hard facts. But I, l- editing it, I'm just—I'm not sure whether it's going to work.
0: Yeah, I'll, I'll admit it. It doesn't have the same vibe to it as mm. what we've done before or since.
1: Yeah, it's le- less conversational and more facts.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I'm fact man.
1: Fact man. <laughs> Although we we chased it up with the the winter bathtub gin by Starward Whiskey. yeah,
0: which was a very conversational episode, hmm. and I'm I'm told that the conversation is what uh, what our listeners like. Yeah, the, had some good the emails. Very chill about that. Yeah, attitude of it all.
1: Hmm. Um. And then we had alcohol marketing as our last episode, and that brings us up to. One whole year of drinking.
0: One whole year, yeah. And uh, after one whole year, I've I've decided I'm not going to drink any more. Oh. I'm also not going to drink any less.
1: <laughs> I see what you did there.
0: <laughs>
1: I was worried for a moment. I <laughs> thought you were going to give up the uh, the podcast. But yeah. yeah, that's it's been a whole year. It's yeah. And, good times. Uh,
0: so, of course, in in the same vein as this episode, our next one is also a special. And it's yeah the best of odd drops.
1: Yeah, we're going to talk about
0: the funniest
1: things we've seen, the
0: the ones we've managed to get our hands on and actually consume. Mm. It and hasn't been many so far. There, there haven't been many so far, though. The Monsters Monsters Attack, yeah, was still a really terrific odd drop.
1: Yeah, I've bought that a couple of times now because mm, it's though,
0: really quite good. I guess we should stop talking about it because it's it's for the next episode. It sure
1: is. So, yeah, so uh,
0: time for the plugs, I suppose. Time
1: for the plugs. Let's start with the emails. We've got an email address. It's, uh, send us your facts, your funny drinking stories, your, your
0: suggestions for future episodes. Yeah,
1: send them all to a good drop at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast app. Yep. We are a good drop, all about alcohol. Um, of
0: course we're on uh, a au,
1: Yep, and we're on Facebook, a good drop podcast.
0: And look for uh, the beer icon. Yeah, and uh, we are also on YouTube now as a good drop all about alcohol channel. Hmm. And we'll get
1: on Instagram one of these days.
0: <laughs> yeah, and who knows, maybe we'll even end up on Twitter. No, we'll we'll probably never be on Twitter tweeting random alcohol based things.
1: Nah, find us on Instagram for that. Because yeah. then we can share photos of what we're drinking.
0: Yeah. Yes, mm. and uh, as sort of one final teaser for our next episode, we did acquire one of the things we had wanted to try. We did acquire one of the Odd Drops that we had wanted to try. Don't, don't spoil it. I will tell you about it. Don't spoil it. In the Best of Odd Drops episode. So be sure to join us for the next episode. Where we talk about this mystery drink
1: oh you know what it is you'll you'll guess what it is
0: yeah and of course all of the other odd drops that we've mentioned and we just liked the sound of or liked the taste mm. of and'
1: we'll even maybe I'll even get us a, a, a couple of sheep shaggers golds they Thro- throw back to episode one
0: they were fantastic
1: <laughs> I I don't know if I to- said this on the podcast but when I when I bought them I I didn't get the ones that were right in front because they had expired. There was dust on the bottles and they'd expired. Wow.
0: So nobody drinks the sheep. It was good, though. It's a good
1: one, but you needed to... I needed to go to the back to get the ones that were still
0: in tank. I suppose you had to go past the label, <laughs> go past the name. But that's what drew us to it. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, find out more about what draws us to Odd Drops by listening to our Best of Odd Drops episode. Yeah, Stay and tuned next week. Yeah, so until then... Until next time, cheers. Cheers.